Hello and welcome back to the Anime Fridge. I am your host Arthur, and with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host B minus, aka Brian. Brian, how's it going, man? I'm doing amazing. Um, it's so good to be back. I've missed um, podcasting for the longest time. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm ready to jump back in, get get all crazy on you guys, and and uh, <laughs> make another fucking episode of the Anime Fridge. Yes, indeed. This is one of our special ones where we uh, record midweek. We love it. Sometimes we got to do that for, uh, you know, uh, a lot of things happen life-wise. And then, you know, we we're going to record Sunday and then it was Mother's Day. You know, just sometimes n- not everything works out at the end of the day. But we're here, no matter what, to bring you some more anime content with our beautiful voices. And uh, with that being said, today we're going to be doing a <laughs> review on uh, My Dress Up Darling. And then talking about okay. some catch-up and some news, and maybe we'll give a sneak peek on our impressions since Brian has been extremely busy with schoolwork and stuff. He hasn't had a chance to really, you know, really impress the shows that we're trying to impress on. Would you say that's yes. a fair statement? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. We need we need to do some impressions of, you know. Well, because I think right now most episodes are like at three or four, right? No, they're like at six now, dude. Five, six. Oh, well. Yeah, dude. Ah, well, we're at the perfect time then. We're at the perfect time. I agree. And, you know, I think you messaged me also. You told me there's not a lot to watch. And I would agree. There's a lot of sequels, honestly. You know, like a lot of sequels again. I, I think that's been the new trend lately. You talked about this before, how sequels are just becoming the norm. Back in the day, it was just like, okay, here's a one core and it's dead forever. Now we're just getting full <laughs> adaptations of everything. It's great. Yeah, it's great, but at the same time, it's like two or three years, so I don't know if that's better. Well, I don't know. I don't think it's bad, because you eventually do get it, but like... You're right. That's um, true, too. Like, shit has been like a year or two. I feel like, you know, if you're going to start something, you got to mo- finish that motherfucker, because I feel like we only get one core. That's um, true. But I guess, I don't know, because then you have the thing where, like, do you want it to run forever, like every other anime, like all the, like, the old school One Piece anime, you know? That is true as well. That's always... I mean, I think the way that... um, What is it? Uh, My Hero has been doing it every year or two. I think that's fine. You know, I think that's good enough, right? But yeah, Yeah. I think more than like three years is kind of insane. People forget about shit, dude. Yeah, no, definitely. Especially with so much coming out. Like, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, well, it's always been like an overfull. We're like... Yes. um, We're just getting a shitload of fucking anime. Mm, I 100% agree, man. There's a lot. There's a lot to digest nowadays. Well, I guess with that, Brian, let's jump into some... What have you been doing, you know, other than studying, catching up on your schoolwork? What have you been watching? Anything anime-wise other than uh, My Dress of Darling, I suppose? Or even non-anime-wise or video games? What have you been doing? So, essentially, I went on, like, a three, like, three months, like, school bench. It was the fucking worst. It was really, yeah. like, all that I was doing. And, like, I'm still kind of coming off of it. Like, this entire weekend, my brother was graduating. You know, he oh, had yeah. graduation on Friday. We were celebrating and we had family over. Oh, nice, nice. And during all that shit, because, like, one of my fucking classes, they just gave me, like, a lot of, like, busy work. Oh, God. In a way. Please don't he- hear this, Sensei-san. But, um... <laughs> but, uh... But, yeah, so I'm still doing that. And, like, it's just... I don't know. Like, I haven't gotten time to chill in a while. And so, it's been very minimal. um i watched the it crowd on um netflix no okay um i watched season one of princess connect i watched like an episode of uh uh yu yu hakashu oh and then 
um like i've been here and there i've never really committed to anything um except for my dress up darling uh yeah but that's essentially it for me and was that commitment mainly for the podcast or was it just that good oh you know what just not let's not spoil that let's not spoil that we'll we'll get to it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I mean, there's been for me really. I've um I have read the entirety of Fire Force, the manga. I know how much you hate Fire Force, and I got to tell you Brian, <laughs> the the manga is not that like it it's it's okay. It's interesting ending. That's why I mentioned our cousin Jose. I want to hear his thoughts on it because I'm very curious what he would think about it. I know he's a big fan of that. And you interesting know, in a good way or interesting in a bad way? Uh, that's the thing. I'm I'm really mixed on it. I really feel like the quote-unquote villains at the end were extremely lazy. I'll just say that. They were super lazy. And then the ending was probably... I like the ending a lot, how what they did. But just the villains were just really lazy writing. And I'll, I'll leave it at that for now. And then I went out and I bought some volume one of a manga called Witch Hat Atelier. And okay. I thought that was a great manga. And then I bought the rest of the manga, which is just eight of them that are out right now. And I'm currently on volume five, and it is phenomenal. It is a cute little manga about witches and, you know, with uh, an amazing art style. I think uh, this mangaka does really well, you know, just kind of maybe like Junji Ito style in terms of how he knows how to he knows how to use the manga panels to his advantage, really. And I think, uh, yeah, it's a good one. It's pretty awesome. It's out yeah. there. It's, it's really up there with um, in the art style with Berserk and stuff like that. It's really good. Damn. Whoa, chill. Whoa, whoa. It's out there, but it's not better than people. I heard some people saying that it's better than Berserk, and I gotta say, I don't think it is. Maybe, no, it's not. No, it's not. I'm sorry. Is it just kind of like the fantasy aspect? Um, yeah. Does it? Is it just like similar in that way to Berserk? One hundred percent. That's pretty much it. Like you're just that, and you know, not, nothing, nothing crazy, but just kind of yeah, the fantasy and how like they do like the you know the. Sp- bells and stuff like they kind of have a they have a beautiful art style that berserk also showed as well when they had the witches in berserk and i mean other than that you know i've been i've been playing fate and over i didn't i tried to play overwatch 2 beta but i didn't get the key for it for some reason i signed up for a long time ago but the only way to get a key essentially is to watch streamers for like four hours i could have put it in the background but i never did it because i thought i'd get a key but I didn't, so, you know, that backfired. Bro, what kind of bullshit is that? The fuck? Well, what does that have to do with streamers? Be, I don't know. I guess they, they kind of want to... I don't know what the deal is. I think they want you to just go out and watch them or something. Or It's such a weird thing, dude. I don't... I know uh, Valorant did that, right? For a long time? That's stupid. Yeah. That's dumb. Well, I don't know. I don't know what happened, because... Because um, didn't they say, like... I don't know what headline it was, but... It was, like... I think Overwatch stopped paying the streamers, and so Overwatch Two like viewership just went down like to like ninety percent, like like is like very dismal. Yes, hundred yes, sir, that's true. And so I mean I'm not exactly sure what that means, but well, but yeah, I think yeah. it's bullshit. If they're like gatekeeping the the key for streamers, and then I don't know. It seems kind of silly. I yeah, I thought so too, man. Like I thought if you signed up for it, they said they were gonna be very. You know, they're going to choose certain people with certain specifications and all this nonsense, right? And I just didn't get one. And then, yeah, you have to watch them for four hours. And, yeah, you're right. I know, like, the first two days, they had, like, a 1.5 million people watching them. And then on the third day, it dropped to, like, what, 12,000 people watching total? Like, it was crazy drop. Crazy drop. So, I mean, 
the fact that you say that they weren't getting paid anymore honestly makes sense. I can see that happening. Uh-huh. <sighs> and, um, you know, Fate Grand Order right now has an event that's uh, interesting. It's kind of like, it's like a Monopoly board. It's fucking weird. Is it fun? Um, People, I think it's like the most hated event ever. Because no, of, no. <laughs> only because of RNG. So, like, you know, you have to roll a dice to get to certain events. So there's some people get unlucky and just never get that event. And you have to go around the board like 20 times, you know, just to get to that event. And it's super annoying. Does that make sense? Yeah. What servant are they highlighting? Um, It's like a weird Lancer girl. And she's the, the free servant. And then Voyager is here. And then that T-Rex girl. The T-Rex mommy, I guess people call her. T-Rex mommy. Yeah, she's literally a whole <laughs> T-Rex, dude. It's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, nice. Uh... Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Princess Connect just had a collaboration with ReZero. And right now, Rem is, uh, you know, the rate up and... There is freaking ReZero with everybody. It's so weird. What is ReZero? The, the girl, you know that show with uh, Subaru, the guy that keeps dying over and over again in the oh, Isekai? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, they did, ah. a, they did a collaboration with uh, Konosuba, the mobile game, and they did a collaboration with um, another game as well. They've done a few, man. It, it, they just do it with everybody, I guess. Seems kind of strange. Well, I guess the Konosuba is because they're like their Isekais or something, right? Sure. Well, so is Princess Connect. So, yeah. But, wait. Is Princess Connect in this guy? Yeah. I think it, I but, think it was shown on the show, right? Yeah, but he was already in the fantasy world. And he just had a second life. So, it's not really him going from the real world to the fantasy world. So, you're telling me that isekai shows that are reincarnated aren't isekais? Yes. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a hot take there, Brian. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. I just made it up. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> shit. <laughs> but I'm standing by. It's the hill I'm willing to die on. All right. Reincarnate into, car- re- re- into a slime? No longer an isekai. Yeah, no kidding. I guess every, like, have, I guess, uh, job is reincarnation, not an isekai. Half, what yeah. does isekai mean? What's, like, the literal translation? Transport to another world. Yep, not an isekai then. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough, dude. So neither sword art, huh? Right? No, it is. It's well, just a VR. Okay, that okay, that was kind of <laughs> that was kind of a gray line. Oh, okay. Now cause... we're doing this shit. Okay. Because <laughs> technically, he did transport to a fantasy world, but mm. it's still in the real world. He's not dead. Truckoon hasn't taken him. That's right. And it can go either way. And I need a good argument for both. And we'll see. But I think Truckoon is also the biggest factor in all of this. Okay, well, that's fair. That is fair. And let's yeah. see. What else have I done recently? Have you watched Doctor Strange yet? Multiverse of Madness? I haven't. Have you? I, I did. What'd I you watched think of it. I thought it was a good movie. Not better than the first one, but it was a good movie, honestly. And yeah. I would say um, what, what was in that movie pretty much leads to what's going to happen in the future movies, which I'm excited for. You know, uh, a big what? actor was revealed. So that's pretty. That's pretty sweet. Big who? A big actor was revealed that was never in the MCU, and now he was in this movie. So that opens the door to a new film in the future, probably, which I'm excited. Danny for. DeVito. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Best boy. Did you see um, Sonic Advent? I mean, not Sonic Adventure Two. Sonic Two. I haven't. No, I, I need to see that, dude. I heard it's great. 
Yeah, I heard it was great. I really fuck. I need to watch the first one. Oh yeah, me too, dude. I haven't seen the first one. Oh my god, I'm I'm so bad. Well, dude. I think it's also on Hulu. Oh, it's on Hulu. Oh wow, okay. I don't know why, but I feel like everybody's kind of been like a party pooper. I was like, oh, let's go see a movie. Oh, let's go see a movie. And everybody says fucking no, and like, um, oops, wobbled my mic. Sorry, there, fans. You might hear that. Wait, what do you but, mean, Brian? Just like like all my friends and family, like it's like, oh, let's go see this movie. Okay. And they're like, nah. And so I never go see movies. I wanted to go watch Jackass when it came out. Oh, wow. But nobody nobody wanted to fucking watch it. And then, so I never wanted to go see Jackass. And then, um, well, then I'll, I've also been busy, but still. But still. Yeah, I get you. Oh, uh, they yeah. took out Sonic from Hulu. Fuck. Oh, God. Probably on. It was there for the longest time. It was there for the longest time. Oh, wow. But we can watch Sonic Boom. Oh, shit. Let's watch it. But it expires Sunday, so we have to marathon this bitch. Oh, God. Right now, dude. And I did bite the bullet on getting high dive. No, I guess I'll, I'll say that. I do indeed have high dive now because... Uh, well, why? Oh, because, I mean, now that I got rid of Funimation forever and I, and no more Verve either, and I'm paying like $6 now for Crunchyroll, uh, paying like $4 for um, high dive, it's not a big deal. I'm like, whatever. Savings was too much for you? Too much savings, bro. I need to spend more. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. It sounds stupid, but too much saving, baby. <laughs> you can spend that extra four dollars on Netflix. On on our Patreon, guys. Go to our Patreon. I'm just kidding. Patreon ex um uh cousin ex cousin cousin ex the ex is cousin, silent. Cousin. All right, how dare you? Well, I mean, I guess with um, that, I mean, yeah. Anything else, Brian? Uh well yeah no I did um okay hmm. perfect ah uh, fuck ah uh, I was about to I was about to say it but then damn um Sonic no <laughs> uh what was the, what was the other thing oh yeah it was Sonic related okay so what do you think about Sonic Origins Sonic Origins is that a new game coming out right. Or what is yeah, it? Yeah. Well, okay. I just feel like they keep fucking remastering like the first three fucking Sonics and I don't know why. I don't know. I, like, because wasn't Sonic Mania released not too long ago and wasn't that just like a report of the first three fucking games? I mean, when you say not too long ago, when is that? Like 2013 maybe? Sonic Mania? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But I'm with you though. I, I don't, I don't, this is dumb. I think it's stupid. I know. I mean like. I like the idea because I know I know Sonic people are like have like um you know I guess the the best Sonic games a lot of people would say are the first three, and then in this one you can now like they kind of put mods in the game right where you can play Knuckles on the first one and stuff like that, and so oh, Origins yeah, so it's pretty neat but I don't it's just yeah I don't know what they're doing man how about I just make a make a new game that's good how about that but. I just feel like, not to be fucked up, but like those people who play those original Sonic. Oh, shit. People are kind of like. <laughs> oh, God, Brian. Probably like, not like. Not saying that they're not gaming, because they probably are, but like. You know, like I feel like if they did like the early 2000s Sonics, you know, the Adventures. Heroes. And Heroes. Yeah, all those shits. I feel like, you know, our generation or like our group of, I don't know what the f- Sonic fans, you know, we'd buy that shit up. But then they keep going to like I've never played. I'm not gonna lie, I never played Sonic like the Hedgehog. Oh wow! One, two, three, Sonic and Knuckles, whatever the fuck. Wow. You know, like I played them, like I never did like a full complete run. 
Okay. And so maybe it's just my perspective. I don't know. Well, I'll, but I feel like I kind of don't care about those games. Well, I'm with you, Brian. I played those games, and they're fine. But when you grew up with Sonic and Mario, Mario is like 20 times better, dude. You know? Yeah. I'm sorry for all you Sonic fans, but it's just a fact. Mario is a better game. You know, the first Mario Bros. were better than Sonic games. And you can add me at that. That's not really a... You know, I think that's not that freaking controversial. But... You know, I, I'm with you, man. They should make a remake of Adventure Battle 2 of DX, of Heroes, you know? Man, give us something. Um, the Game Boy game. Sonic Sonic Advance was fun. Oh, yeah. Sonic and Blaze. Oh, God, that game was, was the shit. Was, that was on DS, right? Um, yeah, it was on the DS. Oh, God, like, I feel so like, good. you know, they had, they had like, like, I feel like that's like four or five games, right? Yeah, dude. And, like, and especially, like, in the era of fucking uh, remixes and remakes, yeah. I have no idea why they're not porting those. I'd love to play Sonic Adventure 2 or Sonic Adventure 1 in 4K HD definition. Like, is the Sonic team just a bunch of idiots? I'm just kidding. No, but, like, like what are they doing, man? Like, seriously, we, we literally just got Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy in a remake, right? And it was a huge hit. I'm sure, yeah. like, you know, this is, this is like, if we didn't happen, just do it here. I don't know. Seems absurd. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just feel like I don't know why the fuck they're going back to like the origins. Like you know, like I I don't. I heard there's like also like another new game that's kind of like an open world Sonic game. Oh yeah, that's right. But I don't know. I, I don't think there's much information on that. We just got kind of like we just kind of got like a map overview, right? And that's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like Nintendo should buy Sonic. Oh shit! Okay. And. uh and then just do that shit. Yeah, uh, they really should, man. Yeah, the, the the one you mean is called Sonic Frontiers, and you know, I mean, good. Have you played the the recent Sonic game, Sonic Forces? No, it's awful. Like, really, dude. I played the really? game because I mean, the trailer for it, it it seemed cool, right? It had like chaos. It had Robotnik again, and like it looked cool. I'm like, oh shit, we got some cool villains in. It was. It's one of those, you know, create a character custom shits. I don't. It's dumb. Oh yeah. No, that, I feel like. I don't know why, but I just feel like they haven't made a good character. After, um, probably, <laughs> honestly, after Shadow. Oh you know? lord. Because like you know, who, nobody cares about Silver. Nobody oh, cares about fucking. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're um, right. Well, Blaze is pretty cool, but I don't know Blaze's lore. Exactly. But, but you know, like even Victor and that Bumblebee, and that Ep Ep Epina, like that purple thing, the purple nin- ninja, the ninja shit, yeah, 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 yeah. Rouge was cool. Like I feel like I don't know, I don't know who the fuck these other guys are though. I think that was the last general, like the last pool of cool, like you know characters that was interesting was Sonic Hero kind of batch. But and then, yeah. and then after that, like I didn't like I heard about Silver. I'm like that sounds cool, but I didn't give a fuck. I don't know. It, it's yeah. Oh well. Well, I feel like we don't need like the third hedgehog, right? Like you know, like we had Sonic, <laughs> and then we have like Shadow, who was like all mysterious and like the dark version. Well, we had the third hedgehog, right? Classic Sonic always comes back in every fucking game. <laughs> yeah, nobody. I feel like they fucking keep shoving Classic Sonic down our fucking throat. I know it, fuck about <laughs> exactly. God damn it. <sighs> yeah, so I feel like Sonic is just weird because I feel like there's so much potential. There's a lot of potential but, like, there, dude. Yeah. Like I feel like Sonic is such a cool series and it has like a really cool legacy, but 
I don't know why they keep selling gas. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I'm with you. I don't understand. I, I guess, I mean, it, it's sad. But, like, you know, a lot of game companies do this. Like, even Nintendo, they haven't made a new F-Zero. Throw us a bone. The only people that get what they want are the Xenoblade fans. They're getting everything, you know. I don't understand. <laughs> but why Xenoblade? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. They're just getting everything they want. They all remakes, and then they're getting it remastered and better controls. And I'm like, okay, Xenoblade gets everything back, of course. Cool. It's annoying. Yeah. No, it definitely is. Because I feel like it kind of sucks how things are like abandoned. And it made me sad because you're like, oh, F-Zero still has his arcade in Lagoon. But then you went there, you're like, oh, no, never mind, it's gone. That that made me really sad, dude. Oh, God. Yeah, it uh, broke my heart. Yeah, especially, like, if I feel like they should just try to do, like, a racing game that's not, like, fucking Mario Kart, you know? Oh, my God, yeah, no kidding, right? And so I feel like, you know, you have F-Zero, and so, <laughs> you know, you're already halfway there. Come on. <laughs> I know, man, they had the concept there. It's crazy. Oh. Yeah. Alright, I guess the last thing I got for video game-wise is uh, Breath of the Wild got postponed, right? Delayed? What do you think of that? Yeah. Bro, I don't know how why why this fucking game is taking so fucking long to make. Because it was like literally one of like the fucking games at launch. On Switch, I don't right? know how yeah. long it's been. It's like three or four years now. And so... I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know how, how game development works. I think and it's so, been five years, Brian. Yeah, five years. What the fuck? You know, like, like I don't know. Like, and then it's still gonna come out next year, isn't it? Twenty twenty three, dude. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus. So I don't know. It better be worth the hype. They better throw <laughs> some like revolutionary shit because <laughs> six can't. years is a fucking long ass time, you know. Well, let's be honest, right? Breath of the Wild was revolutionary, right? Because yeah, anytime you see any game that has this kind of art style, what does everybody say? It has a Breath of the Wild feel. The Wild. Yes. Yeah, Frontier. Oh, no. Yeah, Frontier has Breath of the Wild vibes. Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact. Um, fucking Legend of Arceus. Oh, my. Yeah, exactly. It, it's like, it defined, like, the generation, more or less. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I know people talk about Elden Ring, how it feels better than Breath of the Wild because it's, like, it's more alive and whatever. But I don't I don't play Elden Ring, so I wouldn't know nor care, I guess. Yes. <sighs> well, there's that. Do I'm, you think... Go ahead. Do you think Nintendo just reuses games? I mean, as so, it's, as it's happening, right? It really is. Because like Legend of Arceus has that, you know, kind of like oh. Breath of the Wild feel, and then the the new Kirby game feels kind of like Odyssey. Okay. Um, so I I don't know if there's something there, but because I I don't know I was watching gameplay of the Kirby of the Forgotten Land. Yeah. And it kind of felt like. The way that it played and the way that the maps feel kind of look like a like a reskinned Odyssey, but okay. Um, but not saying that Kirby. Is, I want to get the game. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's that's kind of like my my pet um, conspiracy theory. I really think that maybe Nintendo uses a lot of the same artists, perhaps a lot of the same people that render worlds. Maybe that could be it. So maybe it has the same kind of feel. I don't know, but you could be right. You know, I I don't know either. It could be definitely a thing that uh, that goes around. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess with that, you got anything else, Brian? Uh, no, not that I can think of. Okay. I mean, I guess. Okay, so I will do uh impression sneak peek 
I will do everything that's not part of our impressions that we're going to cover, Brian. So I will not do Spy, Family. X, no. Family. <laughs> and I will not do Shikikimori's Not a Cutie. And what else did I say we're going to do, Brian? You said Summertime Rendering. Okay, perfect. Uh, I will not do that but, one. But which one was ass? Which one? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was kind of pretending like, yeah, I knew that one was ass, but I'm not exactly sure which one. You want me to tell you? What if you, have a, what if you kind of... Uh, Want me to tell you now, or what do you think? Do you think a surprise would be better? I mean, which one do you, out of the three, which, one's, what, what, which one do you think is ass? Which one do you think is ass out of these three? Um, well, I think Summertime Render just kind of looks fucking boring. I feel like the poster just looks very generic. Um, and the art style isn't really, like, attractive. Okay. And then Shikimori-san, it sounds like... Shikimori-san seems like the perfect girlfriend. Cute, fun to be around, sweet, when she wants to be. Oh, plus, stop. Don't but re- she has a cool dark side <laughs> that comes no. out on the right side. And so that one kind of just seems cringe off the bat. I fucking hate you. Uh, <laughs> what? Hey, you had to read and that so, again. I fucking hate that synopsis so much, dude. It's so <laughs> cringe, dude. Yeah, so, I mean, like, I feel like both of them... Like, I just feel like, I feel like if you told me that Summertime Render is just like a mediocre anime, I can understand. Okay. And if you just told me that Shikimori not just a cutie is a fucking train wreck, I'd understand. And so, well, I'm not, I, I, I can't choose. I can't choose. I don't know. I'll tell you this. Summertime Rendering is done by the same studio did Odd Taxi. Oh, okay. Okay. So is this one. Oh. They sold the bag. They sold the bag, didn't they? They, they it. fucked it up. No. Well, okay. The show that it is, Brian, is Spy Family. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Spy Family's ass. Not elegant. It's not, not elegant. elegant. No. All right. I will start from the top then. Uh, skipping Spy X Family. Um, Shield Hero, season two. Um, it's skipping a lot from the light novels, apparently. You know, we waited fucking three, four years for this shit. And that's a long time, dude. Like like you said, Brian, this is kind of unacceptable. But I understand, you know, uh, Kinema Sitch, what have they been doing, really? They've been doing Red U Starlight. And the show kind of sucked, but the movie was phenomenal. So I understand that. But anyway, Shield Hero, it's more Shield Hero. Nothing more to say to that, really. Like, that's all it is. Okay. You know, it's more Shield Hero. And then, here you go, Kaguya-sama 3. I know you didn't like this show, Brian. Third season is funny again. Um, I read ahead on the manga, and uh, I don't know when it's going to happen or where, but this show gets more serious, and I think when it does, it's going to probably go downhill. Uh, you know, that's the way <laughs> You think so? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the main appeal of this show is the comedy, and if they lose the comedy, it might go downhill, possibly, but they do some pretty uh, mm. brave things, I'll, I'll tell you that, though. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, but more Kaguya Summer third season, you know what you're getting into. You either you're like Brian, you you just dropped it, or you're like everybody else and you're just watching it now and you love it. it has an eight point nine nine, Brian. What do you think of that, dude? That's pretty fucking high. That's high. That's pretty fucking high. Yeah. Alright, or well, the next one we're gonna be Shikimori, but I'm gonna skip that one for when Brian watches it. Um Komi Sama, second season. Uh it's more Komi san, you know, more more uh Social anxiety, the anime, essentially. Nothing more to say there. It's Yeah, it's more, <laughs> more comedy. More kawaii? Yeah, more kawaii, neko ears, blah, blah, blah. You know, but ne- once again, Netflix has it coming out um, three weeks late, unfortunately. It's kind of annoying. But, you know, we're, we're getting something. So I'll be happy mm-hmm. with that for now. This is also done by Studio OLM, which is also our taxi studio. This is um interesting. 
Interesting. Well, that's right. It, it was, but yeah, it was a good, good animation. And then the first mm-hmm. show here that is not a sequel is Aharen San. You see that show, Brian, with the little girl on the dude's shoulder? Yeah. Yeah, it's a cute show. Um, cute show with a guy that looks look scary and a girl that's really quiet and uh, really episodic comedy show with a lot of parody of other anime. And it's all there is to say, yeah. really, if you like comedy and episodic, that's all you get from this show. And cute little visuals. Nice. Oh, that reminds me. Kotaru. Kotaru-san. Kotaru? I watched Kotaru-san. Oh, you watched the, the psychic one? Huh? The, tele, the telekinetic girl? Telepathic? No. No, Kotaru. The boy. The lad. Um, I think that's a girl, bro. She's telepathic, right? And she gets bullied in school because she's creepy. No, he lives... He lives alone because his mom doesn't love him. Oh, and died. that Netflix show. Shit. Yeah. My bad. Dude. Yeah, I like that show. I like that show a lot. You will give us your impressions um, next time or your, that's all you got to say about yeah. it, really? Um, no, I can I can talk about Kotaru more in depth next episode. Okay. I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah, because you told me it was a good watch and I still haven't got into it. So, Bruh, you fucking up. I'm fucking up, dude. And then moving on from that one is Data Life 4. Uh new studio again every season new studio dude seriously it happened again uh-huh. in this show <laughs> and i'll tell you what it looks better this season but this show is so fucking mediocre dude it's getting more and more boring i think because the premise is starting to get old it really is you know a guy kisses a girl to save her from being you know like a spirit i'm just it's getting old it really is and yeah. it's, it's four seasons of it now and it's <laughs> It's quite uh, <laughs> it's a little too much. It's a little too much, now, and I'm it's starting to get boring. So they like four. You're either watching it or not. I mean, it's fourth season. And then summertime rendering, Brian. Oh, run render. This is the show, Brian. It's a Disney Plus show. I, I'll just mention that Disney Plus show. That's not for us. So yeah, you have to pirate it, of course. It just sucks. Really? That's weird that Japan has their own anime. Well, they have this one, and they also have Black Rock Shooter that I'll get into in a second. But yeah, this is um the. The Disney Plus show that they should... Well, I mean, the thing about Disney Plus in other countries, the Disney Plus in Japan also has Walking Dead, and they have more violent shows, believe it or not. Isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah, that is... Well, yep. And this that show is, is a little more violent, and so is the Black Rock shooter show I'm about to talk about. It's really violent, and it's, like, super rapey, and Disney Plus uh-huh. has it. So it's really, really weird how in Japan, they don't care about the image as much as they care about the image here. It's very weird. Yeah, definitely. Okay, and then moving on from that, going all the way down, all the way down. Oh my, this is this is so sad. A uh, synopsis of a bookworm season three is so down here. This is so sad. One of the better isekais out there, you know, up there with the lights of Jobless Reincarnation and ReZero, and it's so slept on. Show so good. Season season three is still awesome. Couldn't recommend it enough. But once again, you're either watching it or you're not for three seasons now. I'm glad it's getting more, and uh, nothing more to say than that, really, because, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't watched it yet, but it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. And then here's the show, Brian, I told you about that I was worried about. Remember this one? It's uh, Kunuichi Subaki no Mune no Uchi. Do you see it down there? Uh, is that, like, the very, very bottom? Not the very, very... Kind of what was that for Santa's Bookworm, but two rows down... Okay, so I see bookworm, mm-hmm. and then big forehead. 
Kunoichi. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Takagi san. Yes. Hen, uh, Lolly hentai. Correct. Uh, that's the same mangaka, and this is done by Cloverworks, which is the same team that's doing um, Darling. Oh, my dress of Darling, and obviously yeah. it looks as good as well. It's really good. It's cute. Everything about it is adorable. It's not really that pervy. I thought it'd be way more pervy than it was because of this fucking you know cover art here. But no, it's just a bunch of girls, you know, forbidding from meeting men and whatnot. That's already getting kind of old, though. Episode 5, I'm getting tired of that. I want her to meet a boy already. Is it going to ever happen? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, if they just keep doing it the whole time that boys are dangerous, I, it'll be boring. But hopefully they get past that soon. And yeah, that's pretty much it for that. And then here's Black Rock Shooter. This is the sequel to a 2008 OVA that came out based on a game that when it came out was based off a game, but it did its own thing and it was good back in the day. And this is now the same thing, but completely based on the game and it's fucking awful. So I would say don't, (laughs) don't watch it. Like most game based things are that they're pretty, (laughs) they're pretty awful. You know, the sad thing is Brian, the OVA was good. I mean, cause I think, you know, it did the princess connect thing of doing your own thing and you're good. Right. But yeah. when you follow the story, especially this, it dropped the ball. And this is another Netflix show, like I said. And it's super rapey, creepy, rapey doll thing that impregnates like literal children. It's fucking weird, dude. Uh, I don't know yeah. why Japan picked this up. I'm I'm on, I'm I'm at Disney Plus. I'm surprised that I'm like okay, I guess. <laughs> what Whatever. The and then going okay, Disney Plus. I know, dude. And then going down again, Brian, a few more roads. You got Onipan, which is which studio show? Uh huh. Um, it's a uh, cute little episodes of uh, fourteen minute, about thirteen minute long episodes. Very cute. Um, just Oni girls trying to fix the image of demons in the human world, and they have little bloomers that they put on and they transform, but literally just transform into like cosplay. But they don't get the powers or anything. It's pretty funny. It's just a comedy. Nothing more. Comedy, episodic. And the cool thing about this one, if you go to the cast, every girl here is it's their, it's their debut role of uh, all the girls. Oh. But they're all very young. Like, this girl right here was yeah. born in 2007. This girl right here was born in 2008. They're all literal children. They're, they're, it's fucking, you know, 2006. They're all, like, at least 14, 15 years old. And the thing about it, right, Brian? Um, if you, I want you to kind of watch this show. And tell me if you feel an amateurish kind of vibe to it. Because I felt it okay. instantly in episode one. And I'm like, are, they, are these girls all new? And yeah, and I went into it and they're all, they're all debuting their, their thing. And it was it's kind of weird <laughs> how you can pick it up on, on it now, I guess. I don't know. Maybe just so much anime you pick up on it. But yeah, they all sound very yeah. amateurish. And, you know, not in a rude way. They're probably way better actors than me for sure. But I'm just saying, you know, they don't have that anime vibe to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, don't cut yourself out yet, cause we're gonna be part seven, Joe Bros. Oh shit! I get to be Gyro. You get to be uh, Jonathan. Let's go, baby. Yeah, I'm excited. And all right, I guess just one more show that I TV wise, and that's gonna be Yatogame Chan, Kansaku Niki. You see that one? A little downer, Brian. Down, down. Five point seven k viewers. It's nobody, right? So yeah, these are three minute episodes. They're super short. This is the fourth season of this. I never knew about this show until I saw it here. And I'm like, dude, I always see this show every year being aired about this girl. (laughs) 
So I went to it, and there were three minute episodes, and I watched the whole thing in like thirty minutes. That's how short episodes are. And um, yeah, pretty Got much you. it is. You have to have the IQ of like five hundred to understand these jokes, and they go above everybody's head unless you're from this little, um, you know, kind of off town in Japan. Because a bunch of like you know, let's say southern southern jokes in U.S. kind of like that that you wouldn't get yeah. like play on words and whatnot. So yeah, it's it's a odd show. And uh, okay, the last thing Brian was a movie that came out from also Wit Studio called Bubble on Netflix. Ah yes, Bubble yes. Yeah. Bubble. So this came out. I watched it. And it was a mediocre movie. Dog shit. Yeah, oh. it really was. <laughs> I mean, I would say that animation was, you know, 10 out of 10, awesome, parkour, you know, running around. It was super cool. But the story kind of meandered and got nowhere and it took forever. And it had that ed- edgy, edgy, you know, guy with the headphones all the time. I don't want to hear nothing. Cringe. Uh. Yeah. And, you know, I think the people that made um, Attack on Trains made the designs for this. Because it looks kind of the same, but I mean, overall, it was kind of a like, right, like straight middle movie. Way too long, two hour movie, dude, and it felt like <laughs> it felt way longer than Endgame. Seriously, uh huh. So, kind of a a middle of the ground movie, dude. Not that good. That's bullshit. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Wow. Well, it's only a hundred minutes. It's just right here, a hundred minutes. That's two hours, isn't it? No. That's wrong. That's like a. That's like that's like an hour forty minutes. No way! It has to be two hours long, dude. I'm looking at it right now on Netflix. I'm going right now. I call bullshit on that. My anime list report there. You call malarkey? I call some bullshit. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, it is! Wow, hour and forty-one <laughs> minutes. Oh God, dude. Okay, I guess it just felt long. <laughs> Does that make it worse? That makes it worse then. Oh no. All right, I'm pretty much okay. done with that, Brian. We'll save our, you know, summertime render, Shikimori's Not a Cutie, and Spy X Family, as you say it, for next time. Ah. Okay. And then so, we'll see what you think on uh, my opinions. So here's the thing. Yeah. All right, here's the thing where I say that um, people <laughs> on TikTok said that this was going to be the most underrated anime of this season. Okay. And it is Paripi Kumai. And I I haven't watched it, can't tell you. But what do you think? Have you seen it? Um, I've seen the opening because it's been blowing up like crazy, you know. And it's literally, it translates to your boy Koming, right? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, when I first heard about that name, your boy Koming, I'm like, that sounds, you know, pretty awesome. It's a high dive show. So, first of all, people are going to already be sleeping on it because it's high dive. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it looks fun. It looks like everything I've heard about it, it's, it's been fine. But nah, I never haven't watched it yet. I should add it to my list. But, you know, have a, I'm already watching a lot of shit already, dude. Oh, fuck. Okay. But if you want to watch it, Brian, and you want to get into it, go ahead and do our impressions. And you say, I'm going to keep watching it. And I'll be happy to watch it with you. Okay, give me your high dive password. It will. Nice. <laughs> All right, and then also second thing. Okay, you fucking perverts out here on the internet. Well, I don't. I don't 
not necessarily perverts, <laughs> but <laughs> you people who saying you're from Spike's family is already top five best anime mom in of all time. Oh, already, huh? Bro, she's only been in an anime for five fucking episodes. How the fuck do you even know she's the top five anime mom of all time? Like, like I don't know. I feel like that's just kind of annoying. Like, I don't know. Recently, I've been seeing that shit where, like, people have just been putting her top anime, you know, waifus, wives, mothers, whatever. She's only been on five fucking episodes of, yeah, like, yeah. The, you know, like, the anime's not even been over yet, you know? Yeah. And so, I just feel like people need to chill. I mean, she's definitely a good character. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, don't she, get me wrong. She's fine. But I just feel like... I just feel like it's only been five episodes, you know? And so people are already putting her the greatest of all time. And I'm like, damn. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That, I think that just kind of bugged me. <laughs> well, okay, Ryan, if that triggers you, does it also trigger you the fact that it's already number two on my anime list? What? The whole show. Spy X Family. I mean, I mean, no, because it's new, you know? I feel like it'll eventually go down. Um... I mean, I don't sure? know. Like, I love. I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. What's, I want to go to um, Annie list. See what they have it at. Cause I'm not sure if they actually even have it available for top 100 when it's not done airing. Oh, number 15 yeah. on Annie list, actually. Yeah, so I feel like it's a little too new. It's only been five episodes, you know? Yeah. And so. You know, I think the anime is definitely great. It's fun. It's a great yeah. anime. It's fun. It's fun, but you know, like nine point nine. I don't. You know, the thing is, Brian, it's very hard to compare. Like, if someone told me, "Yo, is Spy X Family better than any of the Monogatari?" That's an easy no, right? But yeah. if someone told me I want a comedy, then yeah, I recommend Spy X Family because it's the one airing right now. But I know that Monogatari is probably a funnier show overall. Just has, you know, yeah. it has better comedy scenes, but people are not going to want to watch 100 episodes. Like, it's a lot of episodes now, Monogadari now, so it's like... I mean... Go ahead. Yeah. Maybe it's just because it's, like, really... It's, it's like, kind of, like, really easy to chart, you know? Like, kind of, like, it's very digestible, and it's, like, very easy to get into. Yeah. So maybe that's what, like, the mega appeal of it, but... Yeah, it's true. true. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not hating on the show. I like the show. I like the show a lot. You hate the fandom. I'm just right saying. Uh, I don't necessarily hate the fandom. I'm just saying how like you kind of like you can call shit the greatest of all time if it's not even done airing. And first of all, it's like it's just still it's just way too new, you know. Okay. Like recency bias. I feel like you know you gotta digest it. You gotta let it sit a little bit. You gotta think about it. Sure. Yeah. Gotta be like, damn. You gotta be like. Six months later, like, damn, that anime was a really good anime. I kind of miss, miss when it was, like, airing, you know? Yeah, I mean, you're right. Is it going to remember in 10 years from now? Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll see. We'll see, definitely. Well, um, you know, Brian, I share your exact opinion on another show here of this season, which when My Dress Up Darling came out, people were saying, oh, my God, uh, Kitagawa is waifu of the year, right? Easily, she's going to win waifu of the year. And people were saying, just wait until next season when we get Shiki Kimori. She's going to be waifu of the year easily. So going into the show, well, let's just say I had higher hopes. And, uh, well, you know, it's it's a show. Well, I feel like people already forgot about Shiki Kikimori. You know, I never heard anything about Shiki Kikimori. Really? <laughs> Stop saying 
<laughs> I've heard I've heard more things about your. Well, no, okay, she's a she is different because I feel like yeah, she was like the I think um she was a sleeper mom that no one expected, but and then the voice actress got revealed as well, which everybody loves her, which I you know Hayami uh, Saori is great. She did like Shinobu, um, she did the girl from that gambling show. Like she's she's a great voice actress, right? But so I would see that helped a lot with uh, the decision here. And but I think you're right too. I think um, already I think uh, yeah, Yor is already way higher up than uh, Shiki Kimori is too. Because look, has a seven point nine. I think a lot of people don't actually uh, like this show that much as I as I thought they would. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. <sighs> well, I guess with that, man, we can move on with the with our ranting of the you know the anime fandom. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So should we just move on to uh, to the show? Let's move on to the show, dude. Okay, bro. I keep looking at summer twenty twenty, and I kind of want to talk about it, but um, summer twenty twenty. Why? What's so important about it, Brian? No, summer twenty twenty two. This summer. Oh, this summer. The, the next season. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll talk about it later. But in short, Double the Part Timer season two, Rent a Girlfriend two, Overlord four, um. The guy from Monogatari is having a new anime called Call of the Night. Um, oh, really? That's okay. Yeah, it just looks super horny, which I thought it was. <laughs> I cl- <laughs> that's the reason why I clicked on it because I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Wait, this and is um. I look really. And he, he's directing it. Oh, the director. Yeah, I think he meant. Uh, I don't know if this Yoisin dude. Oh no 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 Neil yeah not him, but. But the director. Gotcha. And so, gotcha, gotcha. It's a big yeah. one, dude. It's a big one. It's going to be a future episode for sure that we'll discuss that season. And so, yeah, yeah. But anyways, let's get to, let's get to the Sono Biske Doll Wa Kore Wa Suru. Yes, a.k.a. My Dress Up Darling. Brian said that perfectly. Thank you. I did not want to embarrass myself. And um, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> And um, the studios, of course, is Clover Works. The sources of manga genres are romance, lights of life. Themes are otaku, culture, and school. And it's a seinen, which is, I think, wrong. I think it's actually on. I think it's on shonen. I'm pretty sure. But which is, you know, what do you think of that, Brian? What do you think is running on Shonen Jump? You think that makes sense? <sighs> um, shit. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, well, shit. All right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's weird because I feel like it's like kind of mature in culture and it's not super shonen-y. Okay. But then it's also not sonen-y. Right. It's like right in the, right in the middle, huh? Yeah. I get your yeah, vibe. Just, I feel you. You know you know what I'm trying to say, right? I absolutely do, yeah. I'm trying to think of another show, like kind of an example like this, like where it rides the middle. You know, I'm trying to think of like a fruit basket, but that's definitely a shoujo. And... You know, yeah, you're right. Like, it's not a shonen romance. Okay. But, I don't know. It's it, like a... I feel like it's a weird okay. weird gray area. Kind of like a Nagatoro th- the teasing, I guess. I can kind of see that, but... Nah. No? Nah, some, I think the difference. Some people are saying it's a teasing girl. What do you, what do you think? She's a simp girl. She Ooh. simps for Gojo. She simps for the outfits. She, uh, she simps for that other cosplayer. Oh yeah, not necessarily simp in a bad way though. 
No, not in a bad way. But I don't think she's like teasing. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough, Brian. Well, this show aired in winter 2022, and we're just reviewing it now, as we do. And, um, Brian, this show, we did impressions on it, right? A while back. And when we did impressions on it, what were you thinking? You wanted to watch more of it. Were you kind of like, you know, kind of worried? Because I know episode two was kind of uh, worrisome, to say the least. Yeah, well, I think this is where you kind of talking about where, like, I thought it was going to be Nakatoro-esque. We're like, oh, you know, like, I'm just going to be fooling around. I'm going to tease this guy. And you go, whoa, here goes my pants. But, um, and I thought it was going to, like, I did, I was kind of worried that it was just going to be, like, about making that one outfit for the for that one cosplay event for the entire show me too yeah um but it wasn't like that they definitely moved on from it pretty quickly which i thought was really great yep and um yeah so i was worried in the beginning but um but you know everything turned out good okay yeah i'm with you i could do i'm the same i think i was gonna be okay um this guy you know and this girl and then she teases him the whole time and that was it for the whole entirety of the show. But they moved on pretty quick, and that was a, a good surprise. I mean, before we get into um further on into the show, Brian, give us a quick synopsis of the show, will you? Huh? Give us a synopsis on the show, please. Okay, I am not as eloquent as you in synopsis. Oh, it's okay. But, uh, so there's this guy who really likes doing Hina dolls. His name is Wakana Goju. And it's been his passion, but he hasn't really had a lot, like, lived a lot of life or had a lot of friends because, like, he's just been super dedicated and taking it really serious. Um, and then they have Marin Kitagawa that kind of catches him, like, sewing, like, using the school facilities. And is like, whoa, I really need some help making a cosplay. Could you help me do it? And he's like, uh, yeah, sure. And so they end up making the cosplay. And then um, it went really well, um, so well that um, the the really famous um, cosplayer Inui uh, caught attention of Goju and Goju and asked commission for Goju as well, and so they ended up doing a duel like a, a group cosplay with Kitagawa Inui and um, her younger sister. Yeah, and. And then they're like, whoa. And then after that, Kitagawa started to catch feelings for, or like she kind of started, well, I think a little bit before, but then she started to realize that she has feelings for Goju. And um, they kind of, it kind of hits a weird spot where like, you know, they make one outfit, but they never really show it. They just kind of talk about it. Yeah. And then they make another, another one um, for the succubus. And, um, and then they just kind of leave off, um, more kind of slice of life and them just kind of like um maybe having a budding relationship yes yeah did i say i think you said that pretty damn well brian impressive thank you thank you thank you that means a lot senpai well like yeah i mean you that was honestly a perfect synopsis of the show that's like what happens throughout the whole show but like brian said there is like slice of life things that happen throughout of course there's cute little scenes a lot of fan service, of course. You can't, you know, not mention that. Like, you know, Kitagawa is, um, of course, she has to be 15, as uh, anime does. <laughs> She's the first year. Yeah. And, you know, the, I think maybe, I heard, I mean, like, 
what do you think the biggest problem with the show, Brian? You think the biggest problem with the show is how they made the 17-year-old girl look 10, and they made the 14-year-old girl like she's 20 years old. Yeah, it was really weird. Right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I definitely agree. Like, Well, I just think, oh like, bringing in the middle schooler was, like, kind of like, you know why? Yeah, exactly. It was too much, right? Yeah, it definitely was too much. Like, seriously, bro. I mean, like, what are they doing? Like, she looked like in a, mm-hmm. if they literally made her a college student and she was the older sister of Inui, what's wrong with that? Exactly, yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. But... You know, especially since, like, they kind of gave her that body. It's like, oh, I'm so fat because I'm a middle schooler. Yes, absolutely. Blah, 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 blah. But just has, like, a normal body, you know? Yes. When, I mean, you're right. But I, I understand, though, that the main point of this show was seriously kind of body acceptance, right? I kind of what I felt like as well. Body acceptance and do what you like to do, whether it doesn't matter what you like, like what you like. That was a big uh, a thing in this show, obviously, where, you know, Gojo, I, like you said in the beginning, yeah, he focused all his work on, you know, the Hina doll, but he also got kind of traumatized by a childhood friend and told him that that was a weird thing that he did, so he never told anybody that he was into that, you know, doing <laughs> Hina dolls. So I thought that was weird because honestly, like I feel like that was dumb. You know, I I think, yeah, I, I thought it was like you know fucked up. It definitely is fucked up, but like you know, like for his entire thing, you know, just like oh, I could never tell anybody about my hand adults after this one specific thing. You know, right? I mean, it just kind of felt like a lot. It it, 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 it seemed kind of dumb, yeah. Because then the whole time, and then he meets Tita Gao when she was like the complete opposite, like oh, who cares? Doesn't matter. And it's like okay, yeah. He me he, he met the girl, yeah, and that was neat. And of course, like you know, this episode where, um, yeah, like Brian said, um, Juju is her, uh, her pen name or whatever her fucking other name or alias, um, and her sister she wants to cosplay a boy, and they get really into like these details of cosplay. So I would say this is a show for people that like cosplay as well, maybe, and they're really into it mm-hmm. because they get really into like the details of like how. Yeah, you know, if you have smaller breasts, you can kind of just, you know, tie them around, strap them around to make them smaller. It's no big deal, right? But when you're someone like yeah. Inui Shinju, the younger sister, and your body is like a 25-year-old woman, and there you have like, you know, fucking F-cup boobs or something, you need a special <laughs> kind of thing to like hide it to cosplay a boy, which you wanted to do. And then, you know, that whole... You know, of course, Gojo helped her out, and she cosplayed it. It was a very nice thing. It was a good scene as well because she wanted to. It it really seemed like she wanted to cosplay, but she didn't want to like kind of intrude on her sister. But Gojo kind of saw it as well, and yeah, right. It was actually really cool. Yeah, I like that. But and then of course, her boobs are so massively powerful that the button breaks. You know, it's like yeah, and like the button goes to concrete for the fan service. <laughs> yeah, of a fourteen-year-old girl, of course. Don't forget that, Brian. Uh, yeah and like this this is a for sure a japanese thing i and for sure you know because like when inui is looking for gojo right um the the little girl the 17 year old little girl looking for gojo she's wet in the rain and then the grandpa thinks that it's a friend of gojo so he's like oh come inside and take a shower i mean yeah (laughs) i think it's just it's so weird like who would accept that you know like even if like like, I was like, oh, yeah, maybe, like, you know, I mean, I don't know, like, maybe it is not quite normal in Japan, but, like, yeah, no, I thought that was really weird, like, especially at a stranger's house, and I was like, I'm just going to shower here, you know, I'm just wet. I know in Japan, it's normal for people to, like, come, I, I've heard this, that they tell you, oh, come in my house, right, take off your clothes, put it in the dryer, well, and you can wear these clothes 
for now until they dry. But I don't know if you always because yeah. I know they're you know them with rain and cold for some reason. Because I know obviously they walk around more than we do here. We just kind of walk from here to our car, right? And that's it. Yeah. But in Japan, they have to have umbrellas and all that. So maybe when they get you know I know. When I was younger, I used to walk home from school. I used to just get home, you know, drenched in water. Didn't matter. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so, I mean, it does seem kind of strange. And, of course, you had to see her when, you know, her legs spread eagle and whatnot. And uh, there's all just uh, kind of seems like that. That You know, of course, it kind of seemed like they kind of had to put in for, like, fan service and whatnot. But, because yeah. especially there's that one extremely fan service one, I think, episode nine or something or maybe 10 earlier when she cosplays that girl that wears like uh she wears like a bikini pretty much and a strap on her chest and that's it and she's super tanned right yeah veronica yeah whatever there was that one hey yes but i mean the whole point of the show is cosplay yeah go ahead so would you say that the biggest problem of the show is kind of the fan service uh you know the thing is, Brian, I feel like this show's fan service was done actually for the plot, right? In a lot of ways. Like, obviously, Kitagawa's cosplay is meant to be, you know, the hentai girl. It's meant to be, you know, the succubus girl and all of that. And that's all fair. Yeah. But the the real fan service problems were, like, the lolly girl and the, lo- and the, the younger sister that's an older girl. That was the biggest problem. So of fan just service. like the in, so like the Inui sisters, are like kind of like, yes, um, not the problem, but like you're like okay, we could we could have chilled here. Yeah, I would say so. Maybe if they just switch the roles of them, you know, make the middle schooler eat in the the lolly. I just it seems seems odd, man. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, well, I just feel like what I really enjoyed about the show is that um, it kind of like really stands on. Like, it could really stand on its own without the fan service, right? Like, I feel like the animation was super well done. The plot was entertaining. Um, you know, it was funny. Like, you know, I feel like it had, like, really everything. It had really good music. Um, yeah, true. And so, I don't, I, I don't know. For me, like, you know, like, kind of over-anime titties, you know, like, I don't like, oh, super fan service. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Kitagawa. You know? Yeah. It's kind of not my vibe. Okay. And so, yeah. I was like, oh, you know, the fan service is like, you know, like, I could have... I. If the fan service wasn't there, I don't think um, I would have liked it less, you know? Really? And so, okay. Yeah, so I think that was kind of like, it wasn't like an issue issue, but, you know, I was like, okay, here we go to like another fan service scene. Like, I feel like the beginning was kind of annoying because they kept just going back and forth. It's like, oh, fan service. That was the worst of it. And then, yeah. you know, yeah, you know, like kind of like the whole duality, like, like oh, I'm going to make him shy and blush because of the fan service, blah, blah, blah. Kind of like Nagatoro's. Um, stuff right okay yeah i'm with you there i'm with you but you know i'm i'm mixed like i said because i know that the point of it was the cosplay but of course they had a lot of man gaze shots right and uh yeah as they do yeah definitely yeah but i mean you know i'm i it's just like there hasn't been a show that still does like the fan service like a monogatari where it's like part of the plot so it's so strange this is kind of there yeah but then again, sometimes they go in extreme to the, you know, it just, but yeah, I'm with you. I mean, the show was great, honestly. Like, the um, Gojo, you think Gojo was like a plain slate, you know, where you're supposed to be like, okay, you're supposed to be like a filling character for yourself. What do you think that or no? Um, I think, 
I kind of think so. Okay. Because I feel like we really don't... Like, we know that he's into Hina Dolpha, right? Yeah. But I feel like he... I feel like he has, like, kind of the personality of kind of, like, the filler. Like, whoa, whoa, wait, don't do, like, you know, like, shit like that. Like... Yeah. Um, it does kind of feel filler. Yeah. Okay. Like, I feel like, um, you know, most of the great characters are, like, you know, the the girls in the show. Uh, like, Gojo's chill, you know. He's amazing, too. Yeah. But he's just kind of, like... Um, not in the background, but he's like kind of supporting everybody, you know? Yeah, I'm with you, bro. I think, um, Gojo is like kind of in the middle. I don't think he was an outstanding character. He wasn't annoying though. He wasn't just like a, you know, the whole time. He kind of, sometimes he got into the mood, especially episode 11, where he was like, okay, you know, the angle's not right. Get on top of me. He wasn't even thinking about what they were doing, (laughs) right? He got so into like taking a picture. And then, well, yeah, and then once again, fan service uh, happens, and they're, you know... Bro, I don't think I've ever seen a boner in an anime before. I think that was, like, my first time. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was <laughs> that <laughs> fucking shot where, like, they just caught to his crotch, and it just, like, goes off, and I'm like, well, Like, even, like, Rent-A-Girlfriend, like, the dude was masturbating a lot, but, like... Jesus, yeah, he was. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Like, it, it was never really like that. And so I was, like, I was kind of, like, actually surprised. Uh, um, yeah, I was surprised, too, honestly. There was a lot of things, too, where um, Kitagawa sent him a picture of, like, her crotch and that and that her cosplay. And he's, like, oh, I was just, I was kind of busy doing something else that day. Kind of implying that he, like, masturbated <laughs> to that picture. I'm, like, okay, yeah, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, Gojo's definitely a little, um, yeah, a little, a little... I guess not perv, but, you know, yeah. The thing about Gojo is a little too extreme, right? Because he's never ever been before to a summer festival, never been to the beach, never been to, like, a bunch of things that are probably around his area because he's so focused on the Hina dolls. Seems kind of extreme, but, you know, he seems like the, he just never goes out ever, maybe. Yeah. Um, it's a little extreme, but you know what? That's fine. And I also did like how... Yeah, the the female character liked him first, and you know she yeah right okay, very nice. Yeah, I thought it was cute. I mean, I think they're like you know kind of like romance. It's kind of I thought it was cute. You know, yeah, she's a simp for for Goju. So do I feel like he just he kind of doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't in that kind of regard. You know, exactly. Well, well, I feel like they're heading towards something, but um, but yeah, I really like Kitagawa. Like, I really like the way they portrayed her and her character i thought she was really cool yeah i thought she was great you know she used like the generic yaru with like you know those fingernails done she's supposed to be like a total bitch right is what you think but she's a totally cool person that you know doesn't she's just kind of does her own thing because you know what she does (laughs) i mean of course they had to give her like oh she's also a side model because she's so pretty of course they would do that why not yeah you know yeah that's like maybe the other gripe i have with that but whatever you know, it, it's um, it's a shonen as saying and whatever, and yeah, in uh, episode twelve, of course, when she kind of confesses to him over the phone when he's falling asleep, he doesn't hear it. It's unfortunate, but we, we hopefully we might get it later on. And but yeah, I yeah. think I think for now, I think you're right, Brian. Gojo's kind of oblivious. He just thinks that he has a good friend for now. Mm-hmm. Which is cute. Which is cute. You it's know, it's very cute. That's yeah, all I so... got, man. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Brian. No, same, same. I think that's all I got too. But um, yeah, I thought I was really, really impressed with it. Like, uh, I really wasn't sure that it was gonna 
I thought the show might have been like superficial. Yeah. Like, you know, from like everything that I heard and stuff like that. But it, it really isn't. I feel like there's a lot of good moments. Like it's super um I like all like kinda like I don't know. I feel like I've been meaning to watch a good slice of life recently. Yeah, it's true. But I really like their slice of life moments and um I thought, you know, like Goju's alright. And then um uh, what's her name? Kitagara really carried it. Yeah. Um you know, I can take her take or leave the fan service. Mm, but okay. I, I don't know. I really enjoyed the music. Like I feel like the music was kinda slapping for me. Um, oh yeah, okay. But yeah, overall really like pleasantly surprised. I kinda wish I didn't binge it. That was kinda my problem. Oh, well, okay, yeah. Like I, I kinda like binge them in like three separate like parts, you know? Yeah. Like the first part, the second part and third part. And um I kinda wish I kinda watched it like more like episodic, you know, like week to week, you know? Yeah. I think I went through it too fast. Um, yes, for me it wasn't that bingeable, but it was. I was really impressed with it overall. Very nice. I mean, what about your score, Brian? You gonna give it a score yet? Oh, oh yeah, um, yeah. So essentially, all of that is that I was super impressed. I love the characters. I love the story. Um, I think I have to give it. Um, shit, that's a good question. <laughs> Probably like a like a really like. Eight. I'll give it an eight. Oh wow! Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I ended up really liking it. I didn't mind it at all. I thought I was gonna hate it. I thought it was gonna be like you know. Sometimes I hate like popular things on purpose. <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> but this show actually was actually. I don't know. I I have no complaints whatsoever. Um, yeah, I think it was better than above average. The backgrounds. I I don't know if it's like a the new trend or whatever. Like kind of like photorealistic. Yeah. Um, dude backgrounds like I, I saw it a lot during jjk you know oh, yeah where where they kind of make the backgrounds look like they're in like in real life um i really enjoyed that and uh yeah maybe like sometimes kitagawa's smile was a little <laughs> she smiles weird but uh <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> yeah. bro it was definitely this show was definitely solid definitely solid hell yeah brian eight out of ten that's a solid one i mean throughout this whole review it seemed like i was hating on it the whole time but i wasn't i was just kind of pointing out little flaws that i had with it because it was a good show like you yeah. know, there's nothing really wrong with it. You know, the animation was Cloverworks' top-notch team. They're, they're a good studio. They've been doing a lot of stuff recently other than, you know, Promise Neverland Season 2, but that's okay. And, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, the animation, music, the uh, the characters were great. You know, just obviously Gojo being kind of a plain slave, but that's not really, you know, an issue too bad. But every character here, you know, kind of had a purpose to seem like. They were not just a two-dimensional that much is maybe except for the two girls maybe you know but then again mm-hmm. you know uh sajuna was talking about how she hates a cosplay like kitagawa but then kitagawa shows that she doesn't want to cosplay like little girls because she doesn't have the body type for little girls and she respects that which is neat and yeah just stuff like that but yeah i mean overall everything about this show was good like i can't complain about too much except for like little nitpicks i had with like character designs and stuff like that but for me i'll give it a a seven out of ten. I think it was also yeah. solid, man. I think it was a top tier show. It's up there with like a, a good romance to recommend. Yeah, no, I, I'm definitely there with you too. Like I was, it's like it's like it trots between seven and eight. You yeah, know? yeah, for sure. Did Did you know that uh, it's only like the fourth, sub, uh, like the fourth role for the act, voice actress for Kitagawa? Her fourth role, really. Yeah, and one of it was like a really small role in Kotaru-san. Oh wow, dude! 
Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I didn't recognize her voice actress, but that's pretty cool. Damn, dude, yeah. She did an amazing job. Very, very good. Okay, well, you know, that was another beautiful, amazing, fantastic, delicious episode <laughs> of the Anime Fridge. Check out our other stuff. Um, check out our Castle in the Sky review that we recently did. Well, not recently, <laughs> but it was the latest. It was the latest. What was the last... Um, what anime do we watch last? That wasn't a movie. Oh, last anime that wasn't a movie, Brian. That's we did JJK Zero, then oh Vivi. Ah yes, check out Vivi. Yeah, just check out our podcast. Um, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Anime Fridge. Email us at animefridge@gmail.com. Is your best mom of the greatest i mean fuck is it is, is your the greatest mom of all anime history top 10 top 5 maybe i don't know i feel like she's too recent we don't even know show might be ass damn who knows but i am your co-host brian and my other co-host Arturo chan and uh bye guys